Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another brand new episode. Uh, Whether it's your first time or you've been a long time listener, I'm glad you are here with us today. And uh, I'm super excited about today's guest, returning guest, Bobby Stevens. Bobby's got a great new album due out on Friday, April 7th titled glad you picked up and it is uh we're gonna get all into it today on today's episode so you're gonna hear a couple sneak peeks at some songs and then you can uh sing along at the album release party uh along with sidecars album release party at central stage in st louis missouri on saturday april 8th so uh, come on out to that and have a great night with us uh, again, uh, you can hear all about it, so hope you enjoy it. Do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, serving up all your craft beer needs. With over 25 rotating taps out there, you're sure to find a beverage just right for you. Uh, you got your uh, all kinds of delicious food as well. You got your uh, fish fries all through Lent. Uh, so come out and get some fish, and you got your uh, burgers and nachos, flatbreads, pizzas, and pretzels, and all kinds of tasty eats. So uh, come out, grab a beverage, grab a sandwich, and have a great time on the patio. Now that the sun's shining, we get to enjoy the patio out there again for the spring. And uh, we got some great live music happening on Thursdays. They've been doing Singo Bingo, and that's happening Thursday, April 6th, uh, Singo Bingo, Soul Town. Friday, April 7th, James Bertles. Saturday, April 8th, Steve Kyle. You can find their full concert calendar, beer menu, and food menu at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. You can uh, be sure to follow along with them on your Facebook and Instagram for more info. And if you are in the Hannibal, Missouri or Flint Hill, Missouri area, great news. Friendship Brewing Company is coming to you. Uh, Brian just texted me the other day saying uh, that they're coming right along with uh, the Flint Hill location. And those will be opening very shortly. And I will uh, let you know as soon as I know. Uh, Again, find all of it at friendshipbrewingcompany.com today. And... uh, I have a big party coming up that I would love for you to be a part of on May 14th. That is Mother's Day. We'll be back over at the Old Rock House in St. Louis, Missouri for Deb Stock. And uh, if you uh, haven't heard, this is my show I put together, raising funding and awareness for brain cancer patients. Uh, I lost my mother in 2019 to glioblastoma brain cancer and i'm just trying to do my part to give back to the community and and um i invited a bunch of my talented friends to join us that uh, includes russo and company emily wallace ryan cheney and comedy from meredith hopping tickets are only 15 dollars in advance 20 dollars day of show and can be purchased through etix.com or you can feel free to reach out and I will drop one in the mail for you. Uh, again, I would uh, appreciate your support for this. This is a 
it's gonna be a great day and i just hope to fill the old rock house full of love and have a great time um raising funding and awareness for for brain cancer so hope to see you there that is it for me everybody if you need me hit me up rockpaperpodcast.com be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to the show and follow along with the rock paper podcast on your facebook and instagram rockpaperpodcast.com rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to email the show and with all that out of the way sit back relax and enjoy this brand new episode with bobby stevens um the podcast is kind of like a it's like a radio show that's not on the radio it's on it's on the internet does that make sense uh-huh yeah <laughs> That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. This is Bobby Stevens, and you're listening to Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beats his machine covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guess that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. Kind of folks that he has could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the double decker fudge round rolling round town shame coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero, he's your bestie. Rock paper podcast with Shane Presley. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out today with returning guest, Bobby Stevens. Hey everyone, three times. Yeah, third time. Three time, three time, three time, (laughs) like Ric Flair. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah man, yeah, Flair was one of the best. Mm. Uh, He was just uh, just here in town a little bit ago. Was he? Yeah, did, uh, uh, what's that, uh, car company that he uh advertised for i forget he does those, oh, man. He does those commercials like car whatever it is i can't, yeah I can't, i'm blanking on the name of it but it's like a car insurance thing and they and like it was like i guess they also work with the blues sure uh, and they've had some of the guy the players and like it was like their night at the blues game and so rick flair was there and he had like was doing autographs and stuff oh how did uh, I miss that? Yeah, so that's like, like his thing. He's like a car salesman. That's yeah, like his shtick. Yeah. <laughs> so I would have. Uh, it would have been cool to meet him. That you know, if you while I was in town and right get to say hey. I got to meet uh, Randy Savage once. Oh yeah, that's my Man. only pro wrestler I met. Yeah, Jeez, he came to the Super Kmart Grand Opening. Yeah, in the town where I grew up in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would. I would have been. Uh, I would have been a highlight for sure. Man. It was great. It was so cool. We were like, I don't know. I think I was probably about eight, and my brother was six or seven. Um, so b- big wrestling fans too at the time. Our cousin was a really big wrestling fan. And got us into it, but was it, it was th- super cool to meet him. He's big. He was big. Yeah. My brother was crying, screaming. He was so afraid. <laughs> and Macho Man just picks uh, him up and says, "Little brother, we can be tag team teammates someday." <laughs> Not just to like get him to stop crying. It was so awesome. Uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah I. Uh, R.I.P. Macho yeah, Man. Yeah, he was one of the greats, dude. Yeah. Well, were you uh, were you guys uh, 
both uh, WCW and WWF, or were you, uh, or did you prefer one or the other? Or? I was going back and forth, All especially right. in the heyday, like the Monday Night Wars. All right. Yeah, because they were on like roughly the same time, but you, I think one maybe started an hour earlier on TV, right? You know, and then I would flip back and forth. Um, they were both really good. I, you know, like I was a sucker. I think the cool thing WCW had was like the the lightweights, yeah. the cruiserweights. You know, Rey Mysterio Jr. Sure. before he went over. Those were always fun to watch. So it was hard hard to tell. It was a coin flip for me. Yeah, uh, um, we were we were big on WCW. I don't know why. Uh, or sorry, uh, yeah, WCW. Uh, I never really, you know, friends kind of talked about it. And I remember playing some of the games. Uh, like on, uh, you know, whatever in '64 sure. and PlayStation and stuff, and the early days of uh, that when and like, so, and I was aware of some of those guys, but I didn't for whatever reason never really watched a lot of WWF stuff. So, right. So I kind of learned about uh, some of those guys, uh, you know, later on as growing up and as a, you know and as an adult. Adult, but uh, so I didn't really like you know watch a lot of. Uh, Shawn Michaels or right, or, like, you know, yeah, some of those guys, but um, but it was fun. Like, I remember being big in WCW, and especially when all those guys, like the outsiders, uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall showed up, and you know, Hogan, and and you know, the whole that whole movement of NWO it was it was a fun right. time to be a, as a kid and watching all that. And like, yeah, especially I, I was like in middle school when that was happening, right, right around then, yeah. yeah. I think I always liked W. W.E., whatever it is now, like had a bit, uh, the storytelling was a little bit more blown out. And WCW was fun because they just had really good matches, too. Because that was a time in WWE where it would be like you'd watch Monday Night Raw and there'd be like not much wrestling happening. Yeah. It was more like the buildups to get you to buy the pay-per-views and everything. (laughs) Um, But it was still fun, good storytelling. But, yeah, I think WCW had had the the matches were just more front and center for a while, which is cool. That's what you want to watch. Yeah. See people flip around and everything. But Yeah, that was uh, some wild times, though. But, yeah, that's funny. We we started with that, that (laughs) of all all the things we talked about. Uh, I, I dressed as Macho Man for a, a show one year. We did like a Halloween party, and I um, I painted a, a a beard on. I wore my bandana. Uh, I think I had a Macho Man shirt on, and I was throwing Slim Jims out to the crowd. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, and did my best uh, impression as long as my till my voice blew out and stuff. Sure. Like, uh, you know, it's hard to talk like that for very long. Oh yeah, I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> did you elbow drop anyone? No, oh, should have. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, I was like, did as many, uh, lines that I could think of, like, you know, introducing bands. I was like, this next band is cream of the crop. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, um, like stuff like that. That's fun. Yeah. That's it was, awesome. uh, it was a good time, man. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I never, I never got to meet any of those guys. Never, uh, I don't think I've ever met any professional wrestlers. Stacy met uh, Randy Orton here in town one day, like uh, did some kind of signing at the mall or right. something. Right? Is he? He's from around here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His whole family's from St. Louis. That's what and, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're uh, uh, which is cool. They got you know ties to. And I'm, I met uh, his brother Nathan Orton. Uh, does comedy? The comedian, and, yeah. And uh, we've been we've been come friends through the show and stuff. And um, but uh, yeah, it's just. Uh, it's kind of so. I'm kind of jealous of you two that you get to get to meet these people. 
Just yeah. go, you yeah. scout them out. Yeah. Just go to any just, grand openings and a Kmart's. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, I'm waiting for the next Kmart opening. Yeah, here. coming soon. Yeah, well, when they make their comeback. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, definitely big on uh, Ray Mysterio. He was an, uh, one of the the greats for sure. What an incredible act, and just yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think he was a big saving grace for W's at that time too. Well, yeah. and then you had Hogan and all them, sure. but, you know, but then you get to see all these like, Whoa, yeah, this is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Highly, Jeez. uh, highly entertaining for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, we are hanging out cause, uh, Bobby, uh, we're not here just to talk about wrestling today. We got, we do have brand new music and, uh, we have a big party coming up. Uh, we're part of, and, uh, I guess this is sort of, uh, shaping up to be like a triple release party of some sort uh for the you were you were booked to play sidecars release party but your album's coming out right the same like the day before just the day before yeah Yeah. it worked out in a fun or i don't know interesting i should say yeah Yeah. um yeah yeah philip reached out to me and i was happy to hear they're putting out an album um and he was like oh it's april 8th and i was just like that's interesting i got a album coming out april 7th so that's fun and uh you know it's it's the their party but it just is kind of neat um that the collectivity worked like that with prayer rehab too and everything so so um just yeah it was it was interesting being like oh that's neat yeah i would like to do a show i have an album coming out i love those guys too phillips um both of them are just incredibly kind talented people yeah yeah Yeah, they've become great friends over the years uh and um, I'm very excited that they got a brand new, their debut record uh, officially uh, coming out and got a big party. So that's uh, April 8th at Central Stage in St. Louis, Missouri. And tickets available right now at MetroTix.com. Uh, again, that's a Sidecar's album release party with Bobby Stevens and Prairie Rehab uh, brought to you by JMO Presents. So, uh, but, uh, so yeah, I think it's going to be cool, man. You're going to uh, get to you know, share some of your new songs too. And, right. uh, but, uh, the, you had your new album is titled glad you picked up right. and available on digital platforms on April 7th. Correct. Yeah. It'll be out April 7th on whatever you listen to music on Bandcamp, yeah. especially. Um, know, my, uh, do you know, uh, you know, Joe Bazzelli? Yeah. 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 He's, a, he's another great friend of mine. And, uh, he was, I saw a video of him the other day down in, uh, Nashville playing a song right around and he, he, uh, was plugging a song that was coming out and he goes, and I thought it was pretty funny. He goes, uh, available everywhere except for in stores. Right. And like, you know, so. Uh, wow. I'm going yeah. <laughs> to, something else yeah. I will, uh, borrow from <laughs> yeah. Joe Bazzelli is that line. That's uh, really good. I thought that was pretty good. Cause yeah. that's, uh, it's pretty accurate. That's how it's sure. everything, you know, you used to always be, uh available everywhere in stores and mm. stuff now it's not even in stores anymore. right <laughs> Every, yeah so. all the uh, ethereal places yeah <laughs> i'll have some physical stuff eventually i think i would like to make a a record out of this one a vinyl again it's just such a daunting process sometimes and i i get lazy or i tiptoe around things <laughs> for so much but i was just kind of like you know what i'm gonna do this this time my partner kyle she made some really cool artwork um, for the like the digital release, and it just looked so good that I was kind of like, this would made it seem. I was like, wow, this would be a really good full on twelve inch, just yeah. you know. So thanks to Kyle for her artwork and yeah. my other friends for helping make some good music that I think will be really good to sit and listen with. 
which is kind of the intention. It's a pretty, you've, you've heard it. It's a pretty chill album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I really enjoy this record. I feel like there's, there is a lot of, you know, chill to mm. it. Uh, but there are some fun uh, songs, too, that are kind of like a little more energetic and uh, summertime songs right. kind of feeling. Uh, right. And uh, I wanted to highlight one that I think is it's sort of like, uh, you know, uh, embodies that spirit of summertime. And and uh, I think about uh, it's Margaritaville somewhere, yeah. uh, which is kind of your... Uh, Maybe in a little ode to Jimmy Buffett. And, Big ode, yeah. yeah. I was joking with a friend I was visiting in um, Chicago a few weeks ago, and I was a little weird. I was wondering, uh, you know, like you upload these songs and you got to wait for the streaming services to okay it. Um, but I was kind of like, I don't know if they're going to okay that song title. Uh, <laughs> but he's like, yeah, you'd like just put a Jimmy. And I'm like, no, it's not one Jimmy Buffett song title. It's two Jimmy Buffett song titles <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. in there. Yeah. So it's a little old to him. A little, little mashup. Yeah. Mm, I like Jimmy Buffett uh, songs. Um, and that was just kind of a fun song to write. It was just very playful, you know, like a lot of people are just like, what is this even about? And just kind of like, I don't know. It's just sitting around thinking about stuff. I yeah. don't think Margaritaville in particular, I think, you know, people love that song for a reason. They feel it, you yeah. know, people feel it, but it's, it's a lot more thoughtful than I used to give it credit for when I was younger. You know, you sure. hear some of the stuff that I like now, um, production wise, but if you listen to the lyrics, you're like, wow, that's a heavy hitting song actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, I obviously people, um, you know, there's a reason his career has been going as long as it is, and he has the fan base that he has. Right. I mean, there's some diehard parrotheads that follow him everywhere, and uh, you know that. Uh, so they get it. But I think uh, I would, maybe generally speaking, I think a lot of people kind of just feel like he's like this, you know, island guy or whatever. Like he has these mm. these kind of goofy songs and. But I mean, there's a lot of like I mean, some of his deeper, some of his you know album cuts and stuff. Not always, not all Margaritaville and whatever you know, like right. some of the other songs. He's uh, got some some really good stuff, some good really uh, good writing in there and great writer. And, yeah, I have to thank Adam Donald for kind of putting me onto him a little bit yeah. more. I'd been working on It's Margaritaville somewhere for quite a while now, which is interesting because it's a pretty simple song. But I like really wanted to get it, you know. Um, but Adam Donald turned me onto a lot of a lot of the deeper cuts too, yeah. like pirate looks at 40, sure. which as I'm approaching 40, yeah. I'm kind of like, wow. Right. Whoa. Um, yeah. So Is it's it? just fun stuff, but it also packs a punch. Sure. And I think that it, whether people maybe are like honed in or not, like you get it. Like, I think everyone just, you can feel the, the pieces of that too, yeah. you know? But yeah, when I, when I listen to this song, it definitely, uh, puts me in that spirit of wanting to, you know, have an island drink with a little umbrella in it and right. uh, you know just kind of get lost in the, out there on the beach somewhere and having a good time but uh so i think you guys did capture the spirit of uh jimmy buffett on this track oh thank you yeah. yes that makes me happy to hear yeah <laughs> 
I was hanging like the nighttime moon sitting down Headed west just to rest from the cold Wondering about the differences between being lonesome And just being alone Well I didn't see the neon And I didn't see the sun When the wind tried to knock me around Wound up with a dim lit room Hearing music settled in With a happy hour crowd And the bartender turned To shake the margarita Fill the glass It's been lined with salt I smell my well-worn years And my fingers got to tap And you know I think I finally understand that song Talk about the day Didn't need to say anything at all Reflections get hazy All around the horseshoe When the smoke it starts to fall Then someone got their money Got the jukebox going We all dreamt to the melody Nobody sang the words We just hummed to the music All thinking Shake the margarita, fill the glass It's been that of salt I smell my well-worn years And my fingers got to tap me No, I think I finally understand that song Is that uh, Adam on uh, the... That's actually not Adam. That's my buddy Clayton, uh, Clayton Deering. He lives up in Urbana. Uh, Incredible songwriter and musician up there. That got a really cool thing going on in Urbana, right, Uh, for a long time. But, uh, yeah, I've got some friends up there. Um, so I had reached out to him to do the pedal steel on that. He did the Dobro on, uh, going fishing too. Um, yeah, I think it was more of like an accessibility thing with that. Sure. I love working with Adam though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, uh, um, 
I uh, yeah, man, it's just a fun tune, and I really uh, I thought it turned out real nice. Uh, it was just uh, <clears throat> I I think like uh, I also think about kind of like with Buffett, like that. Uh, there's he's one of those kind of guys. Like I did used to work the door at uh, Oyster Bar for a long time with Sean Cannon, and right. and I also Adam was a part of one of those nights doing a they did a voodoo mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett, and that's kind of like you kind of forget like how many great tunes the guy does have because like until like something like Sean played like three hours of Buffett tunes and like you're like man this guy's you know all kinds of good ones on here so um so hopefully this maybe maybe this uh maybe somebody will hear this and take a deep dive into into Jimmy Buffett's uh, catalog and and learn some more I would be I'm all for that yeah (laughs) uh but uh yeah man so uh Marguerite, it's Margaritaville somewhere. Uh, again, due out on uh, the April seventh mm-hmm. on your streaming platform. So, feel free to add it to your favorite uh, summertime playlist. Margaritaville and, is inside of you. Yeah, it's, right. It can always be there. <laughs> right, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, this. Uh, well, yeah. Hopefully, um, I think is. I mean, it could be the song of the summer, man. Who knows? You know, like. Man, that would be, be cool. <laughs> <right>, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do think it's funny you say there. You, you are, uh, one of the lyrics you say there is like I finally understand that song. Mm-hmm. So uh, is that uh, is that the true? Tr- you feel like now that you know in your in your uh, mid thirties and stuff, you're, you're starting to understand uh, a little bit more of that. Oh yeah, it yeah. took me a while to get to to wrap my mind around lyrically or the story. You know, it's a pretty straightforward story. Jimmy Buffett's right. Margaritaville. Um, you know, as we're young folks you're just out there running and trying to escape everything and then sometimes you realize you're like oh wow yeah i messed up a little bit but it's yeah yeah but to understand that and admit it and also still stand up and be out there having a good time with the tasty margarita somewhere (laughs) my buddy uh josh arnold used to do a joke uh in a stand-up comedy about uh about the song and uh always uh oh it was no sorry it was uh cheeseburger in paradise sure another another great uh jimmy <laughs> buffett song but it was uh he would say how uh you know jimmy starts describing and he's like uh i like mine with lettuce and tomato hans 57 and french fried potato and he's like he's like i just wish he would keep, just keep going like if it you know just like uh i like when the pickle juice kind of gets on the fries and they get a little soggy and it, like, it was like uh, adds a little more salt to them <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just keeps going just stretching it just see how long he can go yeah. with it like and, that song was fun there was a, i had the chorus for a while um, and I was talking to my good friend Andy Cook, who helped. He played a big role in making this album happen. But the verses came. There's a very specific bar in the St. Louis area that I was placing myself in and thinking of when I was working on those verses. And there's a very specific time of day in that bar, especially when when it happens. It's like around after breakfast and lunch um, rush is over you know, between the hours of one thirty and uh, 9 o'clock at night, there's a pretty big lull, but there's some trusty standards who are hanging around there and maybe a handful of them. And uh, it's just kind of an interesting, uh, you know, there's good camaraderie yeah. of like the afternoon, the happy hour crowd is a special thing. All right. Um, so that kind of honed it all in for me at that point. So yeah, um, definitely... Uh, and I make jokes because I play. It's it's Blueberry Hill. Well, I used to work there, 
So when I play at Duck Room, I always like to kind of tell that story of like this song takes place here. Right. Um, it could take place anywhere, but that was that was you know there was just one day in particular I was having a pretty bummer day, and I was walking down Del Mar, and I was like I'm gonna stop in, and so that kind of brought it all together for me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice man. I uh, I I think about that uh, kind of stuff sometimes. Like um, there's. I can't, uh, there was a lyric, uh, one that well, you were talking about a jukebox. Right. Right. And I think about that. Like, I'm like, well, I wonder what that jukebox is playing. Like, you know, those kind of things Like, mm-hmm. you don't specify what songs playing, but you say that, you know, so I kind of start wondering, like, I kind of start building the picture sure. in my mind of what this, where Bobby's at in this room or mm-hmm. whatever's, you know, I was thinking about that, uh, just last night, actually, not necessarily with that song, but a lot of these songs, um, you know, it's kind of funny uh, having a song or something that you might make and, you know, you're just sitting down with the intention to do it and then you're kind of like, then you got a finished product that you feel comfortable with. But I was just thinking, I was like, ah, you know, I think I subconsciously, maybe even for myself, left a lot of details out because not all these songs are necessarily autobiographical. Right. You know, something you like hit, you're like, oh yeah, that happened now, what can I do? But I kind of, they're sparse and I, I did leave a lot of, like, details out because I think it's nice. I like reading stories or listening to songs where I can place myself into them yeah. and make it whatever room or whatever song I think would be playing, you know. Mm-hmm. I like hearing details sometimes, but it is nice when they're left out. Yeah. And then you, you, you can make you make them yours yeah. in, in that kind of way. Kind of a Mad Libs style. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they live anywhere. All right. Yeah, I think at the time there was a lot of, for some reason, what does the fox say it was playing a lot? <laughs> <laughs> There'd be some random kid there. Right. It would just break the silence. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, do, uh, I do agree with that. Like, there's times where I, I like it to be a complete story. You know, mm. I like the... You know, a writer to kind of tell me beginning to end, uh, give me, you know, complete or at least something, you know, like kind of that. But I also like when it's open enough to where, like you're saying, I can apply, apply my own or, you know, story or, you know, relate more relate to it compared to like, you know, it was exactly this or right. it's like it's just something happened. And like, well, you know, yeah, I have, I've been in that feeling. I've had those feelings before or whatever it sure. is. So, you know. Yeah. And I think I, either way will will get you there. Yeah. You know, it's just it's, it was kind of a neat experiment in writing mm-hmm. just to leave it, um, you know, open yeah. for, you know, the, the, the meaning's all there. I think sure. it's pretty simple. But, you know, yeah, just for people to live in that space themselves and not uh, have a character or something Mm -hmm. really kind of driving it. Well, I think uh, maybe a great example of that might be uh, Thanksgiving Day, Dayton, Ohio, 2017. Yeah. Uh, This is a one, this is a Beers on the album and a beautiful uh, take on the song, but we did do a live uh, acoustic version mm-hmm. with just uh, Bobby and a guitar here today, live from uh, the Heavy Anchor. Woo-woo. Yeah, big Number shout one out. More. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the, man, this is a this is a really uh, unique song. I think like um, I don't know. Just I, I don't, it's hard for really to describe it, uh, but I, I really enjoyed it. It's really peaceful uh, i mean the guitar playing on is just 
really relaxing. Uh, this is real pretty sounding and um, and the lyrics are open enough. Like you can again, like you're saying, like kind of you can fill in the blanks with whatever you want uh, kind of feeling. But I feel like it's uh, obviously it's kind of part of a phone conversation of some sort right. or some kind of conversation between two people of some and uh, and a couple of variations of whether the in person or over the phone but uh right uh so but uh is this uh what do you what do you want to tell us about this song oh wow yeah i'm i you know if i can say so i'm i, I like that song yeah i think when i started writing it with the guitar melody and everything it was very comforting to me too um just in that time period i think i had written that song mm, 2018 19 or so um kind of putting it together but yeah it was just a nice that that verse part was just something i was just strumming along um maybe anxiety day or something like that but it just kind of put me in a place to be like oh i want to put words to this which is always great um but i kind of had some purpose with that one because the the title is a true story (laughs) i was or roughly a true story it wasn't necessarily thanksgiving day but i was traveling back home to northeast ohio to visit my family and uh we we were a one-car household at that time um, and Kyle couldn't come. So I was just like, well, let me, I'll just took a Greyhound up to Cleveland. And if anyone ever there's taken Greyhounds before it can be, a, it's, it's a fine experience, but sometimes the timing is just yeah. off on them. <laughs> but I was stuck in Dayton, Ohio for, um, I don't know, 10 or 12 hours or something like that. Um, so it kind of just, that was just the setting of it. Um, you know, I was just wrapping my mind at the time was kind of, not so in touch with people who I would want to be in touch with some more often. Um, and I know a lot of people kind of grip with that. It's just a wacky, busy world we're in. Um, you know, but you're just kind of there. And I, I was thinking about it just being, you know, everyone's in the same situation together, just kind of stuck there and just thinking and either frustrated, but then at some point you just kind of got to be like, well, we're just dealing with this right now. Um, so from there, that's kind of the truth of the story. And some of these, like the character in the story, um, are maybe some of my own anxieties or, or thoughts on things at the time, um, just missing people. Um, but then I think I made a person who is kind of placeless and figuring it out, you know, thinking to, I was listening to John Prine's Unwed Fathers recently, and I was kind of like, wow, maybe this is like, you know, 30 years down the line, 40 years down the line, this is the guy who left the woman and child and he's trying to reach back out to the child or something like that. But there's so many, like I said, the details aren't necessarily there. So you're kind of just, you know, think about it could be anything. Um, But the main, the first line then I was kind of lost there in this uh, bus depot in Dayton, which is really nice. It's kind of in this like strip mall. There's a Chinese restaurant next door. We were all over there eating. (laughs) And I had some good conversations with some people. But then a few months later, I was uh, taking the bus home from work, and I think we had some dinner plans, and I was, like, hustling to the bus stop, and I made it there, but the bus had, was just leaving already, and I was like, oh, just in time to watch it roll by, and I was, had a Dewey Cox moment. <laughs> 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 there I am, writing a song again. But then so it kind of took shape from there, um, and I, I think it's a pretty touching song. And then, you know, as the years have passed playing it, it's just taken on different meanings for me, too. Mm-hmm. I lost a pretty good friend last year. Um, 
so a lot of times now when I'm playing that song, I think about him uh, when I'm writing that or singing it and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so just kind of mainly the gist is there's a person there who's just trying to 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 reconnect. Yeah. I describe him as kind of like an island trying really hard to like force of nature back to the mainland, you know, and reconnect. Sure. You know, and that's just kind of where it is. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a pretty, pretty nice song. Yeah. time to watch it roll back the last one for the night guess I'll rest here in this station you know I've never seen dating in the light hey there buddy can I borrow your cell phone There's no booth here anymore And I memorized the number To some area code you've never seen before And if you're worried, I'm gonna steal it Here, take both my shoes I'm hidden, it's just too far to walk, but I need to get to where it is I'm going to, because my heart is flooding like a river, it's flooding like a river. It's flooding like a river Let's build this bridge And see it through You know I'm really glad That you picked up We're both so difficult to reach And I've been having a rough go too But I didn't call you Just to give you a speech Have you ever been to Dayton? It's really not so bad In the light Just on my way to find you But I missed the bus last night And these stories are constellations That's why I keep looking up It's just sometimes gravity gets the upper hand And leaves me feeling like a stick in the mud But now my heart 
It's flooding like a river It's flooding like a river It's flooding like a river Let's build this bridge And see it through You know it's troubling most nights You know it's troublesome most days It's just how long I will hold my breath When I know what I need to say And I don't want to drown Now my heart keeps flooding like a river It's flooding like a river It's flooding like a river Let's build this bridge and see it through I'm flooding like a river my heart keeps flooding like a river It's flooding like a river Let's build this bridge and see it through Made me laugh uh, when you say there, there's not a booth here anymore. Right. Or, there's, yeah. not, there's not a booth here <laughs> yeah. anymore. And like the way you say it, that just gets me. And uh, just uh, it's just funny to think about too, because like they're how they were everywhere. And mm. now you can't find. There's it's like an antique uh, kind of thing. Now when you do find one, you're like it's a rare artifact. You know, it's like. Uh, Right, yeah, it's but, it's yeah. like a photo opportunity. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. I know that you trade them uh, your your shoes for uh, to borrow a cell phone. Sure. <laughs> well, and that that was uh, I, yeah, that was one uh, just trying to hit the importance of like how important it All was right, to sure. this person to kind of to do whatever yeah. they're set out to do. You know, I, I guess in my mind, I picture kind of like obviously some sort of like older older man you know is usually right. what i'm thinking of when i when i say you know and the last time he was in this situation or you know he's used to traveling like this yeah placeless a little lost uh and there were phone booths now it's just right. kind of like whoa oh there's they don't exist you yeah. know and then having to kind of like do a scary thing and talk to a stranger mm-hmm. to you know ask for something like that like i'm really trying it's that important i need to yeah break another wall down right here hold these shoes and we brought yeah it. <laughs> it's the only thing i got yeah, of, yeah, right. yeah. Yep. yeah uh no nah, it's a, gr- a great tune man i really uh it was one uh you know a couple of these i'd uh heard you play through the years and stuff you know like i said a couple of these have been around a little bit so um and then but that was like one that like kind of really uh 
caught me. I like it when I first heard it on the on when you gave me let me uh, preview the record and uh, and I was I really enjoy the song a lot. So I'm excited for for everybody else to uh, to give it a listen here. And um, but uh, yeah, man, great tune. Thanks, Shane. Yeah. Uh, we got one more. Uh, this uh, this one does close out the record, and uh, we wanted to highlight a song called. Uh, you deserve a donut. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. this uh, this one kind of uh, and there's a couple on the record that have feature a little bit more production. Uh, it's like some of these are fairly uh, minimal, mm-hmm. um, but you got a couple that have some background singers. You got, uh, like I said, mentioned some pedal steel work on uh, right. it's Margaritaville somewhere, and uh, you know some things like that. You got some some more uh, studio. Uh, magic on there but uh and this one kind of features some of that with uh you got uh uh some background singers bringing this one to life on right on. yeah that was a big group yeah i had um uh nick gusman and t his partner t uh my partner kyle Crondelet guy uh rob severson google plexia kind of all came in nice yeah, this was a fun one to build because we a good did group. it. It's a really good group. Yeah, yeah. It was like done at my friend's house in Ohio, another friend's studio in Cincinnati. Uh, my friend Eric Kronstein's shop. It's called the Tone Shop. It's his studio there. And then we did some of those background vocals at the sinkhole with Matt Stutler. Um, yeah, it was a pretty blowout experience. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think some of those songs that were kind of I needed the balance was good just to have a little fun. And I think that's one of the one of the fun ones on the album too. Yeah. You don't need a key, you just walk right in On invitation, that's for sure all that weight you've been carrying around by yourself Sit it down for a while at my door Maybe I won't know what to say We'll just lean like a tree We might bend but we won't break We can sit until the sun lends its light to the moon Cause it's a much better world When we're sharing the view we've seen do 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 I've been made tender from some broken bones And they say time it makes things heal But I look down and I can still see the scars Brings me back to something I can still feel Maybe I won't know what to say We can lean like a tree It might bend but it won't break We can sit until the sun lends its light to the moon Cause it's a much better world When we're sharing the view we're seeing do 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 Do, 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 do. 
I'm making a list of all my favorite words At the top of it is grace I got mercy and baloney too I can make some food if you want a plate Maybe I won't know what to say We can lean like a tree in my pen but it won't break We can sit until the sun lends its light to the moon Cause it's a much better world when we're sharing the view we see Do 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 Sit until the sun lends its light to the moon Cause it's a much better world When we're sharing the view It's a much better world When we're sharing the view It's a much better world When we're sharing the view We sing kind of think uh, i mean i don't know there's probably some some similarities and but i would say it's kind of like a kind of your hey jude you know kind of yeah the doo-doo sing along you got the yeah and it is kind of got i guess now that i think about it yeah it's the sing-along it's right. a similar message i think right. to you you know yeah. like things are kind of weird or difficult yeah. but we're here together and right. you know it's gonna get better i you think know? it's but uh not that you were you know uh ripping off Hey Jude or anything, but it was kind of a similar feel and sure. tone to it. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, does that group have a name? Uh, are they, uh, do, are they, or is it just, you know, I, I'm reluctant to name groups yeah. for groups. All right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, if they're listening to this or I'll bring it up and be like, if you want to come up with the name for yourselves, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, uh, it would be fun to like do it live and have uh, you know, a big, like, mm. 
you know, choir or whatever type of, you know, type of thing, a big uh, group, yeah. group to sing along with you like that? That'll be the next step. I know yeah. uh, the show, well, sidetrack. Yeah, I'm excited. I think Scotty and Simon are going to play as a rhythm section with me at April 8th right. at the Sidecar release show, which is exciting. I haven't played my solo songs with the band in quite a while, so I'm kind of building up to that again. I think it would be nice to to be doing that a little more often. There you go. But yeah, it'd be fun to have You're all those. Give, give them mics so they can sing back. All those nerds up there with me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm really hoping the doo doo doos catch on too. Yeah. I, it's funny playing it. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, all right, everyone sing along. Yeah. But I'm just waiting for the day when, you know, it's like, man, they, this is like the second chorus and the doo doo doos are there. <laughs> and just one, one person is just yeah. like, you know what? I'm joining in. Yeah. <laughs> It is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's, there's, there's got to be some kind of science to it of some sort. But, you know, those songs uh, like like this and Hey Jude and what, you know, the it's, it's a simple, you know, thing. Right. That, you know, na, 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 mm. you know, whatever, or do, 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 or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's a simple thing. But all of a sudden it does become... Uh, contagious you know sure. people you want to start singing along mm. it's like and um i don't know man i don't know what it is but it is uh it those rhythm rhythms get stuck in your head and you it's i mean i'm sure it goes back to some kind of uh you know primal sure. thing that threw yeah. us or whatever just like or whatever it is but this it's interesting that how we just can't help but to start, you know, moving along and singing with you and stuff. So yeah, that's the beautiful thing about a lot of yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like to end the album with that was right. just kind of like a, it was a no brainer for that to be the closing, yeah, the closing song just to wrap up the story, you know, and people coming back together again and mm-hmm. telling each other it's okay. Yeah, know? but uh, yeah, check this all out again. Uh, April 7th on all your streaming platforms, bobbystevens.bandcamp.com. You can be able to download it there. Be downloadable Uh, on Bandcamp, yeah, for a very low price. Um, (laughs) I try to, I don't like, you know, whatever. We'll get into that later. Yeah, you can download it on Bandcamp, um, you know, and then it'll be on every, however you listen to music or podcasts or whatever, yeah. I do think, uh, like you're saying about vinyl. I mean, we've you've done vinyl in the past, and I think this would be a, like I said, is be a solid listen to <clears throat> put it on and uh, let it ride, man. Just right. uh, it's one of those records for sure that you can just uh, sit and enjoy. Thanks, Shane. Uh, yeah. So hopefully we make uh, get vinyl, get around mm-hmm. to vinyl one of these days. The time will be soonish. Yeah. <laughs> Are you uh, do you still uh, vinyl? Quite a bit of vinyl. Or? I do. I notice myself. I like to buy them more, which I think is nice. Like if a band's traveling around or when other local groups put out records, I think a lot of my collection is more um, things I've bought at shows yeah. rather than I've found at record stores. I'm trying to like pare it down. Like I got quite a bit of records. Um, but sometimes I'm trying to get to the point where I'm like, can I, is this the only way I can listen to this? You know, and then or if it's like a really good act that I've seen out live mm-hmm. as far as also supporting them financially. And then you get the really cool art thing. And yeah. I think uh, like we were just talking about and a lot of everyone argues this. It sounds good. Um, and it's nice because you're doing a physical thing. And generally, if I'm putting on a rec uh, vinyl to listen to, that's what I'm doing. I'm sitting down and I'm listening to the vinyl. I'm not really like 
cleaning the house right. or occupying my mind or time with anything else other than than that, you know. But I guess you know, online a lot. It's like, oh, I'm cooking dinner. Let me put down some music or an album I like. But you kind of just get lost a little bit in in whatever else you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have both, though, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, <clears throat> I buy I try to buy as much as I can, especially from my friends and and bands that uh, coming through. Just again, like I'm saying, to support. Uh, but I probably you know realistically listen more on digital just because sure. I'm in the car or yeah. at work or whatever. You know, more of my time is spent away from the house and you know at the turntable. So it's like. Uh, but then mm-hmm. I don't feel as guilty when I listen to it on a Spotify because I know I bought uh, a copy. So it's like, sure. yeah. so that's kind of my justification of it. Like I know streamings aren't really giving artists a lot of money, but right. I, I, I justify it by I bought a, a vinyl copy of right. it at home. So yeah, that's the ni- the nice thing of right. it or a t-shirt yeah, or whatever. You can't lug around a turntable yeah. in that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and it's nice to it's a beautiful thing to have because sure. I, I mean say what you will. As an artist, yes, but it is nice also as a listener and as an artist. Like sometimes I feel comfortable being like, oh, somebody could listen to this literally anywhere in the world, any time of day, mm-hmm. and doing whatever that is they're doing, you know. So it's kind of nice, too, yeah. you know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, it's been uh, talked about a lot, debate on digital and everything else and streaming, but I'm like, I, I agree. I think it's, if anything else, it's just a great, uh, networking tool. You sure. know, the fact that you can put it out there and maybe somebody on the other side of the world discovers it and that, you know, right. by, by chance and becomes a big Bobby Stevens fan. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's cool to think about some. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, uh, Speaking of uh, you, know, you know the world a little bit, you uh, you said you're working on a possible uh, s- summer tour. Yeah, uh, I'm excited yeah. about it. We're about, I'd say, seventy five percent done booking. So um, this past year, my partner Kyle and I put out a poetry book together. Yeah, um, which was really great. She is an amazing artist and writer, and a lot of other. Th- really great things too um but you know we'd been talking about doing something like that for a, quite a while now and then when we were all locked up we were like well let's really do this so we swapped poems with each other and then we each made art for each other's poems and she's been getting a lot of stuff published and everything too and we just thought it would be kind of a cool idea to do a tour together you know and uh our friend emily eggshell emily she lives in brooklyn is coming too. Um, she's a great songwriter, but, uh, so it's kind of cool because we'll just be touring and Kyle will be doing some poetry reading and I'll play some music and Emily will be playing music. So we're going to go out for a week in June, um, and hit, you know, into, I think we're doing like Kansas city, Des Moines, Iowa, Chicago, Oberlin, Ohio, where it's like roughly ish where I'm from and where Kyle and I met and then down to Athens, Ohio, where I lived for a bunch of years, which I'm very excited about. And then into Asheville. So it'll be fun, too. Yeah. It's a little more DIY style touring. We're doing like a fair amount of house shows, um, which will be fun. Just cozy, yeah. cozy little nights. So Those are, I mean, <clears throat> I've, I'm, we might have even talked about it, but that's not my favorite stuff, man. Like, it's just, uh, I've, it's kind of a newer thing to me. Um, I think the first time I, there was a guy... Uh, Kevin Gordon, I'm, I'm a fan of, and I saw like on bands in town or something like that mm-hmm. that he was hitting St. Louis, and then it was at a venue I never didn't recognize, and I was like, well, what's this? And I looked it up, and I found their website, and 
<clears throat> and then it turns out it's their home. So I messaged them. I was like, hey, is this open to public? Or, right. Or what's the, and they're like, yeah, it's just, you know, whatever, 20 bucks at the door, bring a dish. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm like, I'll give this a shot. So I was like super nervous going in just because like didn't know what to expect. Right. You know, but they were very welcoming and like it was, and uh, it was really a cool thing uh, just to be a part of uh, one of my favorite riders sitting, you know, feet a couple feet away in, sure. a, in somebody's living room playing some songs. And like, and like I said, it's kind of this, they did like a little potluck thing so you get to some snacks and i it's just uh so i uh so the, yeah man those uh, home shows are uh, i think are a ton of fun and, like, yeah. and there's all sorts of these little little house uh concert uh spots popping up around the country a lot of people and i, I feel like as an artist uh, you know one you get to kind of engage a little more than maybe if you were at a venue like you know do you do get to say hi to people and everything afterwards right. but it's it's very intimate you know so yeah it's nice because there's definitely a barrier being brought down because you're just sharing the space you know it'd yeah. be like sitting around a fire and right. you know and not in the way we're like oh here's the person with the acoustic guitar at the party right <laughs> they're meant to be there uh but yeah it's nice you like meet people and it, it just depends on what you want to do um Sometimes touring when you're just small potatoes or whatever, you know, it's just nice to go to a place where you've got a handful of buddies mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe a couple people sh or more people show up versus I'd love playing in venues, but sometimes that's like a hard thing to break into. If it's a new city you're never really played in or anything sure. like that to get a venue to take the leap of faith and be like, oh yeah, we'll book you. But then sometimes you're in like a, you know, a room for 50 to a hundred people and there's three people there yeah. which never doesn't bother me too much but there there are times especially if, if that's like you are this is what you do you know all right but i like getting to like hang out with people and everything too and just and it makes that thing too it's a very conversational atmosphere sometimes people are pretty intently listening to what the artists are doing but i think a lot of the artists who do that a lot get used to just like oh i'm just we're having a conversation and the floor is open for, right. for people to just hang out or be like, you know, ask for a song to be played and everything. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, man. Well, keep an eye out uh, for tour dates. Uh, hopefully Bobby coming to a city near you. Yeah. You can get plugged in with uh, um, Facebook and Instagram. Follow along with Bobby Stevens there. Um, what about the uh, the book? Is that uh, available on, yeah. online? Yeah, yeah. You can get the book currently on my uh, at bobbystevens.bandcamp.com. If you go in the little merch section. Also, I'm totally cool if people want to. You know, if you find on Instagram or Facebook, like send me a message. I'm happy yeah. to kind of make something work out if you're interested in it. The book's really cool. It was very fun to make a book. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's uh, yeah. I mean, I'll. Uh, I remember seeing it, and I, um, I need to I need to get myself a copy. I, I'm I'm ashamed to say I haven't got that yet. So, but uh, I do think that is uh, very cool that you were able to do that together. Yeah, so. it was very special, and it's neat. We've been doing some readings. We got a couple of readings coming up too, and that's like a new world for me. I get so I'm like, oh wow, yeah. It's just funny you can get used to doing something uh, in front of people some things and then another thing and it's still uh, like i can't do this yeah, oh my gosh sure. <laughs> yeah it's like uh uh it's like um talladega nights when he's like i don't, I don't know what to do with my hands right <laughs> that's pretty much exactly yeah. it like what do i do in yeah, a reading you don't have your guitar you, you don't don't grab the microphone <laughs> all, right. all right yeah uh i agree it's you know it's a it's a different uh you get so comfortable 
doing what you do when you step out of that comfort zone sometimes like and do something even though it's a similar thing it right can still be kind of scary like mm. I'm, I'm i don't know i'm getting better about it but like you know again talking about hosting that show talking on stage i, I can talk in a microphone all day but yeah, front, you're great you know, at it. Getting, getting <laughs> up there and talking in front of a group of 100 people or something is it you know it's gets kind of a little different so yeah yeah i've had some pretty um i've seen you do it a few times you do great. yeah i mean yeah. I, i'm it's, it's still uh a work in progress right yeah. right <laughs> so like, yeah. i uh i had a buddy i just actually had a, we just had my friend's wedding a little bit ago and i i got to speak at the wedding and i had a friend compliment me on my speech and and he's like, ah, oh, he's like, I couldn't do that, man. He's like, I was, I got it. Uh, he gave a speech at his brother's wedding. He said, I had to get, you know, had a couple of drinks, but I didn't want to get too drunk. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. And he's like, but he's had to calm the nerves and, uh, and, and then, uh, but I was like, I don't know. A lot of it's just, again, like practice, man. I've been, I've been talking and on a public forum for, you know, right. nine years doing the show now. So it's like, you get a little bit better on the mic after, recording a thousand something podcast sure yeah was it a thousand and twenty six yeah now uh one the last one i posted was thousand twenty nine yeah so wow Wow. yeah it's wild to think about jeez um but yeah no i did but yeah it's it's still inside i'm like you know i might be cool on the outside but inside i'm still pretty pretty nervous and stuff and i so everything's churning yeah, up there yeah right. did you prepare the speech were you like pretty thought out or uh, like ready i, I or didn't was... like write it i worked through it in my head and i get you know kind of what i had a couple bullet points right lines that i wanted to hit or story you know parts of stories i wanted to touch on but and i knew I didn't, it wasn't very long it was uh, we, we agreed to like kind of just do like minute long speeches uh so i was like i wouldn't i didn't want to get uh too drawn out and emotional or sure. anything but that was like <laughs> yeah. but so that made it easier like kind of having a framework of it but yeah i kind of talked it through myself uh and ran it by stacy and make sure it wasn't like super cringy or anything right <laughs> so that's she, good thing she, to have she approved it and, <laughs> like a, yeah, yeah the partner the right. wife approved it. yeah <laughs> so uh it seemed to go over well so that's I was, great I, yeah, yeah. Uh, i think i've never never done a like a wedding or anything kind of or or like a toast really yeah. I, those seem the most uh, you know I, I would be a mess i think i'd be bad at yeah <laughs> all right i uh i did one following um i was the best man at my buddy steve's wedding and the maid of honor she she did a, one of those long emotional ones that crying and right. and i was like wow this is uh difficult to follow you know it's like sure. just like you know it's like hard to really say much of anything i just try to make it you know kind of be funny and i i think a quick line i was just like all right nobody wants to listen to me speak after after listening to one right you know, like, yeah. i was just like it's kind of difficult to but the uh, situation but you know i made the best of it i think but, sure uh, it was i felt uh so you never know man there's some of those are they're kind of they can be a difficult situation in front of, especially when a tech, it's a, you know, you may know some people, but essentially a room with strangers, you know, right. it's, not, it's not your wedding. So sure. it's, uh, it's like, and you don't want to go again, like the yeah. Steve Buscemi in the wedding yeah, singer right, or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. I always go to a, <laughs> uh, old school, you know, he's like, I'm glad to see Frank's dad made it out. Uh, you know, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, 
So yeah, you got to have the balance. It's nice to the, to have the, again just the very emotional part, yeah. and then a little like uh, what the lightness kind of yeah. into it too. Where that's equally as emotional and special too. But sure. Just yeah. In a in a different way. You know? Yeah. But yeah, um, I was uh, I was glad to be included and. And uh, yeah, they're always uh, they're always nerve wracking, though, man. That's sure. All, yeah. So yeah, you don't want to blow it in front of everybody. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so, Your friends are yeah. shame. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so uh, along with the uh, the book and the new music, uh, you know, and then hitting the road. Uh, what else? Uh, would you uh, you have any other big goals for the year, or what? Uh, what else is on the the horizon for? Bobby Stevens. Yeah, I think the next goal is kind of getting the balls rolling on on a, like a physical version of Glad You Picked Up, and I've kind of started working on some new songs. Uh, so I might kind of, in my typical way of a tortoise pace and, you know, thinking about it too much, <laughs> start recording some, some things. Uh, I got a big trip to Spain, which is just like personal... Um, vacation time, yeah, which is going to cool. be fun. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, Kyle picked Spain, and and I'm all here for it. I've never, uh, I'm, I'm never real. Uh, yeah, I've never done anything international, so uh, that would be that uh, would be very cool to to go see some more of the world. Yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, we've not done too much of it, but you know, every so often we'll be like, well, okay, let's just try really hard and save up for you know a year or two and just Mm -hmm. kind of slowly do it um i visited my sister and my sister is currently living in london and so i went out to go visit her in october because i also hadn't seen her and you know she's coming up on two years living in london um but she met a really nice nice fella from dublin ireland so um they live together but we went to go to dublin for the weekend when I was out there and visited his family and, and that, and I was just instantly Ireland. I think, I don't know how you couldn't really fall in love with Ireland being yeah. out there, but I'm pretty set. I really want to go and do a tour in Ireland next, next year sometimes. So, yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's fun to get out, but it is hard though. You know, it's like a, it's a big, it's a long, long period of putting it together. <laughs> you know, we're not, rich or anything yeah. so on a whim can be like well, let's go to spain for two weeks or whatever the closest i've been to ireland was probably mcgurk's on a sunday evening with falling fences and uh and you know i feel like that's like uh i, I told i've you know told a lot of people i'm like man like i just feel like if everybody had like a pint of guinness and like sure. singing, singing along to yeah. those so- songs and and I, you know, I wouldn't have known any different until now, like I've got the context. I was like, oh yeah, if my sister and Fergal come to visit here, this is where we'll bring them yeah. because Fergal will definitely be like, oh yeah, this is, this is home. It's yeah. like a yeah. regular Dublin bar. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. Falling fences, uh, always throw a party there. On They're Saturday. great. Yeah. It's of... been too long since I've seen them. I've not been to McGurk's in a minute. Yeah. I'm glad we we're talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my little brother, uh, Sean, a brother-in-law, he, uh, went to Philippines over the summer. Um, just felt like he wanted to travel and that's where he picked and went and, uh, and I was pretty jealous that he got to go, uh, on that trip and everything. But yeah, he he was talking about like, cause he's like, he's about my size. Uh, and, uh, but he was like, he said he had all kinds of people like wanting to take pictures with him they thought he was like some kind of celebrity sure. and like, oh, oh. Yeah. or something like i don't know it's like i got he was like I, he didn't really 
understand it, but he's like, maybe just because I'm, you know, like I'm tall. I was the tallest guy yeah. in the, the town or stuff or whatever. Like, <laughs> maybe it's that. I don't know, but yeah. He, he he enjoyed it. He had a good time, but I'm like, yeah, I want to. I, I need to do that. I need to set a point to travel more and see the world. Yeah, it's it can be fun. It's, yeah. it, like I I don't know. I just enjoy it. This will be like, I guess the only other time I've, uh, with the exception of Canada, yeah. have been out of the country. So it's just kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I think I'm still wrapping my mind around it. So I'm like, I don't really know what. To think. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going across the border for some French fries yeah. and gravy. <laughs> Littering and yeah, almost littering made it. and <laughs> almost uh, made it. That's yeah, the best part. Yeah. Almost made it. <laughs> I, and I just watched uh, Super Troopers the other night, Did you? Uh, and still holds up. Cool. Uh, Good to know. I watched that movie so much when it came yeah, out. It was. Yeah, it's a classic. I think I overdid it. I was like, I was wondering because I, I hadn't watched it in several years, and like. I put it on and some, you know, some of those don't age well. Sure. Yeah. Especially uh, from that time period right. and everything. Yeah. yeah. That one, I, I was laughing just as hard. Cool. Like I was still, it was still, uh, so funny to me and like, it's such a dumb movie and like, but there's, uh, yeah, we were talking about that earlier, just yeah. like to some of the, and I was talking like the, I'm glad I think you should leave is around because yeah. it's been like a touch of absurdity coming back into the world, yeah. you know, which is nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a time and place for all that stuff. I mean, but sure. I think like having something just super silly like that to take your mind off everything, like right. this, that's, that's what we want. We want to escape, you know, it's mm-hmm. like there's something absurd that we can uh, just laugh at and right. Um, so yeah. Not chock full of yeah. irony or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. You know, because we were talking, yeah, I think you should leave. And it was like, some of those movies don't age well, like right. you're saying. But it's just kind of like, I don't know, you're not seeing like uh, the goofball comedy, you yeah. know, or like whatever. Like, this is pointless, meaningless, just fun oh, yeah. stuff. Like, there's not a, me- you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's uh, I watched uh, John Wick 4 the other day. How was that? Very good. Yeah, I like uh, that series I mean, a lot. Like, but that's kind of, I feel like it's not comedy, but that's that same kind of thing. There's not really a ton of, you know, plot and, sure. uh, you know, to it. It's just John Wick killing everybody. Destroying. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and uh, so that's, how many, that's the fun of that movie. So, right. But that's the same kind, it's a similar type of thing where it's just like you kind of get lost in the action of this, you know, uh, ridiculous movie and have fun with it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you're not really getting them. It's not super depth, uh, you know, getting the story and the plots. I mean, there is a little bit, but there's, it's more for just the gratuitous action. Sure. You know, right. Just, right. Yeah. Uh, it's like a redemption story yeah. too. Yeah. So, but no, it was uh, very well done. It was, uh, I read that he only speaks uh, 308 words of dialogue through the whole movie. Whoa. Uh, which, like, so it's very, very little dialogue from John. And, sure. Uh, but just, uh, just action. All, the yeah. Whole, he's he's, he's going to say what he needs <laughs> yeah, to say right. in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, yeah, check it out, man. Cool. Um, well, Bobby, this has uh, been incredible, man. Yeah, I've been, I'm glad for, we got to catch up. Thanks for having me on. This is uh, very fun. Yeah. Big shout out to uh, the Heavy Anchor letting us uh, hang out for a minute. And uh, again, uh, grab your tickets for April 8th at uh, the Central Stage in St. Louis, Missouri. Bobby Stevens, Sidecar and Prairie Rehab. Tickets available right now at MetroTix.com. It's going to be a party. Come on out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, 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 it's cool to hear uh, that uh, you're going to have uh, 
Simon and uh, Scotty backing you. So yeah, I'm so excited. They're very capable hands too. I'm just kind of oh, yeah. feeling really good about it. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah, yeah that would be nice uh, having uh, getting a little bit more of the uh, the full band treatment on some of these songs. Right. And uh, so yeah, man, I'm excited for that. And and the new sidecar records, fantastic. And uh, and I'm excited to hear what some new stuff from Prairie Rehab too. So. But uh, but yeah, thanks, buddy, and uh, yeah, hopefully you're I'll, uh, I'll see you there. All right, come on uh, down. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you.